Welcome to the Editor's Note Comics Podcast. I think that this world it needs men that are willing to make the hard call. Central Maine's best comics podcast, by default. Ain't no thing like me, Seth Lee. Here are your hosts, Zach and Jared. Matt's coming. No. When do we start? Hey, welcome back. B, we're here. Great. You said A, so I figured that <laughs> you, you the can't. only appropriate uh, follow-up was B. That's you killed the energy immediately. I did not kill any energy. I brought I brought the energy. If anything else, what have you brought? Myself. Great. At your request. I suppose. I suppose this is at my request. <laughs> at your at your beck and call. Oh man. Do you know what I got for you this week? A uh, weird ass starfish comic. Well, we got a hell of a show for you this week. For me. For everyone. Okay. For all involved. Oh, I thought you were saying like you had something specifically for me. I'm like, I don't remember the last time that you really got me anything. I hope you read. Did you watch the Suicide Squad trailer? Yes. All right. We're ready to take off because that that's very important to this week. Is it really? Big starfish. Oh, wait a minute. Are they connected? Fucking kidding me. Well, I mean, there's the, there's the shark, Mr. Shark, or whatever his name is. Did I miss the giant starfish in Suicide Squad? Yes. Oh, that's right. It was like we got ourselves a kaiju. Yes. Is it all? Are the dots connecting? They are now. And also, it's King Shark. Oh, King Shark. Well, Mister Shark, he had to be a Mister before he was a king. He also rips that man in half. No, well, before he was an Italian stallion. Ah, there we go. <laughs> Is that your job this week to just undercut everything? Yeah, I guess at this you, point, yeah, you've done it twice. We've been here for like a minute and a half. Well, you know, it's early. I need to get warmed up. Apparently. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Well, we got... don't. I feel like an idiot. <laughs> yeah, you've connected the dots. I have. <laughs> what do we got this week? We got the news of the week, pop culture or otherwise. Not true. I'm not going to talk to you otherwise. All the news. You can find other podcasts for like current event news. Oh yeah, I listen to sixty the sixty minute podcast. No, they, you don't. They just turned the show into a podcast. I feel like 60 Minutes is more of a visual. It's a television news magazine. Yeah, they just cut. They just turn it into a podcast. So you just hear the audio from it. Yeah, I got to skip about two ad breaks, and boom, there we go. It's more like 40 minutes. The ticking of the, the clock on 60 Minutes was the harbinger of doom for my youth, because that meant the weekend was pretty much over. <laughs> yeah, I listen to it every Monday. I don't watch it on Sundays. I multitask a lot. I'm in, Wow, I'm impressed. I didn't. You didn't seem like a 60 Minutes guy to me. Look, if Leslie Stahl is giving me the news, who is? There's a variety of other... <laughs> You know, Lester Holt. <laughs> There's a lot of them. It's like fucking 20 people on that show. No, I've cursed twice already. I got to cut that back. Lester Holt is not on 60 Minutes. He's NBC. You're probably thinking of Anderson Cooper. No, the, like literally like the rollout now is like 20 people. Oh. Like three of them are. I miss Andy episode. Rooney. <laughs> Whatever. What are we doing here? All right. Pop culture news of the <laughs> week. <laughs> Talking like old people. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. New episode. Flipping it with the Falcon. No. 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 <laughs> This week in pop culture history, sports reports. Hey, maybe we're going to connect this comic to something that happened this week. Maybe. We'll see. We're, oh. <laughs> we're going to do uh, the very first Justice League story and your question. Wait, that was the first Justice League story? Yeah, very first one. Huh. I was unaware of that. Eh, I, I guess I did just say read this. You did. You <laughs> did. No, in fact, it said check this out. And then the subject of the, the subject of the email was check it out. And then the text of the email was it's a starfish. A starfish from space. And that was it. <laughs> but I guess 
as we, we've already fallen off the rails multiple times in such Excellent. a short period of time. I guess I can ask, how are you? I'm fine. All right, I'm moving well. on to the news. <laughs> Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? It's time for the news. Wow. I mean, spring's, spring has sprung. It's... No, no. No, no. You gave your answer. Fine. Your answer was fine. Gave oh. me a lot to bounce off of. I didn't know you went like a whole soliloquy on, on life. No. Not that you would really care. <laughs> but the benefit is I could just speak my mind and you'd have to listen to it again. That's true. I'd have to listen to it twice. What's happening in the news this week? Yes. Uh, Black Widow has been moved yet again, but I feel like for definitely the final time. Yeah. yeah. It's going to July. It was going to open up in early May. Now it's going to be early July with the option of streaming on Disney Plus for 30 bucks. Are you going to go to the theaters or are you going to stream it? I think I should be vaccinated by that point. So, yeah, why not? Why not go to the theater? All right. You're going to sit two seats away from me. Apparently. Yeah, probably. I'm sure there'll still be limited spacing, but yeah. Like the May release date, it's like, it's going to be in May no matter what. And it's just going to be in theaters. And it was like, it's going to be in May no matter what. But also maybe Disney Plus. Now it's it's going to be in July. And also definitely on Disney Plus for an extra 30 bucks. Wow, that is a lot of money. I could spend 30 bucks at the movie theater, wear a mask, eat some Twizzlers. Are they going to allow you to eat food and drink? I don't know. I mean, by July, who? I mean, who knows by July? But yeah, I feel like this is the final date. Moment. I feel like every time I come over here, we talk about the movie theater. I say, "Ooh, I want Twizzlers," and I never get Twizzlers. I can't help you. Oh, well, you're a jerk. <laughs> because I don't have Twizzlers. Correct. There's no candy in this house, especially not Twizzlers. <laughs> yes, especially not Twizzlers. Making you a jerk. But yeah, I think. I mean, there is something nice about just staying at home, but I feel like at that point, that will probably be the first movie that I have the opportunity to see. Um, yeah, because you talked about Black Widow, May, vaccination, but now it's... Yeah, we'll see. I mean, yeah, I, I imagine this will be a theater-going experience, which will be, you know, I was going to say it'll be nice to get out, but if I just go back to the theater, I'm like, oh, this sucks. Be the, the first time in the theater. I haven't seen a movie in the movie theater in, since, like... Trying to think of the last movie I saw in the theater. The last movie I saw in theaters was the um, original King Kong that was released as like a special like Fandango thing. And that was like right at the beginning of quarantine. Like people were st- like were starting to wear masks and were, oh. like really like it was so empty. There was like maybe twelve people there. I'm trying to think of what had come out like in January or February of 2020 that we would have gone and seen. I don't know. I know Kong was definitely my last one. That's also like the only movie I think I like would have braved the theater experience for. It's like, no, I'm doing it. But speaking of movies, yes, hell of a segue. <laughs> that was all kind. Let's yeah, let's screw it. Let's do all the movie news. Let's uh, do some casting news. Couple of them. The first one up is Pierce Brosnan will be joining Black Adam oh, playing okay. Doctor Fate. Who is Dr. Fate, you ask? Uh, I know you don't know the character. No, I don't. I mean, I feel like you've said it before. But... He's basically Dr. Strange, but for DC. Oh, okay. Except he wears a big helmet on his head that's kind of shaped like a bell. Kind of like what John Cena's wearing? <laughs> no, they called that a toilet seat. Yes. <laughs> a weird-ass toilet seat at that. But yeah, why not? Who doesn't love Pierce Brosnan? You don't like him in some of the Bond movies. I don't dislike him. You just don't like the Bond movies. <laughs> yes, he's in some... he's always great. I liked him in Dante's Peak. Yeah, that's a the 90s. <laughs> that's a 90s disaster movie if you've ever seen one. But yeah, why not? I like him as an actor. Like, Dr. Fate to me is such a C-list character. Sure, why not? Get an actor I like to play him. Black Adam looks like it's going to be... I mean, they're at least getting together a fun cast. Yes. Oh my god, so much casting news. They're unconfirmed what character he's going to be, although the internet has started speculating. Russell Crowe has been cast in 11 Thunder. 
probably because they were just like in his backyard. He's like, hey, what are you guys doing over there? Like, we're making a movie, mates. Didgeridoo. Um, Could that, be that's, maybe that spread they put on their bread. I can't remember that. A moment. young Odin. No, I. Shit, what's that called? It's not like a marmalade. It's something else. <laughs> oh, um, Vegemite. Vegemite. Yeah. Ah, the, like, Vegemite sandwich. He, he's just over there. He's like. With his didgeridoo and his Vegemite, and he's like, hey, are you guys making a movie? Can I be in it? Don't forget that he rode a kangaroo over, apparently, if you're going to throw every Australian with his knife. <laughs> I bet a dingo ate his baby. Oh, no. That's not a knife. Oh, this is a knife. But the internet all wants him to be, like, voicing Beta Ray Bill, a big horse face alien that can lift a different, can lift Mjornir and gets his own hammer. Yeah, sure, why not? But, I mean, just screw it. Just, <laughs> I guess just throw... Whatever you want in this movie. It's got Christian Bale, Russell Crowe, Natalie Portman, Chris Hemsworth, The Guardians. Like, it's all... This movie's going to be badass. Why not? Just put him in there. I don't care. I can't wait. I'll watch Russell Crowe. And and yes, if he just plays a giant alien horse, that'd be pretty cool, too. Easy money for him. But there is also... Like, the internet's talking about it, but let's also be very clear. There is zero confirmation on that. Okay. But it's the internet, so it has to be true. The Obi-Wan Kenobi show released its cast this week. Hayden Christensen. Well, we already knew that. <laughs> Still, Hayden Christensen. Coming back, baby. I saw him at a con. I didn't like go up because I don't care, but I saw, like, I saw him from afar at a con. I was Were working. you just afraid the sand would get near you everywhere? No, I mean, he looked healthy. He looked good. Well, now, here's my question. Is it going to be like... I have no idea how he fits into this. Flashbacks, maybe? That's my best guess. Hello there. My guess is they, like, th- they give... If I had to give a guess, it's that they're going to put the two of them in costumes from the Clone Wars animated show and do flashbacks, mm. is my best guess. Um, there's also, we don't know who it is. There's one actress in there. I didn't write the name down, but on her, she put it up an Instagram post saying that she plays with the lightsaber. So there's all this theory about like one of them might be playing a young Ahsoka compared to the Rosario version. Also, the only one that kind of like, like huh. Kumail Nanjiani's in there. I'm like, he's just getting all the jobs now. Yes. Which makes me a little bit sad, but like not for him because it's like, you know, he's getting high profile gigs, but he's a really great stand up. So every time he gets a high, high profile gig, I'm like, oh man, he's not going to do any more stand up. I mean, yeah, look at Dane Cook. Yes, all those high profile Dane Cook jobs that he has these days. I mean, he was in, you know, Serve, Employee of the Month. So movies that came out um, well over 10 years ago. Yes. Yeah, you're that right. Weren't, <laughs> that weren't really. Tremendous. Everyone loves Dane Cook. My God, what a great comparison. Dane Cook is the man. No, he's not. No one thinks that. Dane Cook probably thinks that. I found Dane Cook to be funny. You found him to be funny 15 years ago. I'm sure if you were to play some Dane Cook now, I would laugh. (laughs) And then a small bit of comics news. Uh, There's there's one small one, one big one. San Diego Comic-Con is back! And that affects me in what way? Because I'm not going. Yeah. Well, I don't think a lot of people are because it's going to be limited access and they're going to do it Thanksgiving weekend. Didn't you say there was going to be like a lot of virtual to it too? No, I mean, I, I they're just going to do limited in person. I'm sure a lot of it will make its way to the internet. But yeah, San Diego Comic-Con is back for Thanksgiving weekend. And most people are like, this is the first time we're going to be able to see our families in like two years. So no. How many people do you think are going to cosplay with masks? In a lot of cosplay, they're already wearing masks. That's a good point. But are they like really effective masks in preventing transmission of the virus? Well, how effective are masks? I'm relatively effective. <laughs> no, I just want to come at you with conspiracy theories. Dumbass take, conspiracy theories. Take your tin hat off there, a-hole. Yeah, it just seems like a terrible weekend to try and do this. Yeah, it really does. 
Maybe they can mask like the potential surge caused by it by the fact that it was Thanksgiving weekend. <laughs> I mean, Maybe people that are going to Comic-Con don't want to spend time with their families anyway. Oh, there you go. Now you just got to convince um, anyone who would be a draw to go to that thing to show up on a holiday weekend. Hello, me, money, lots of it. I don't think it's going to... Whatever, we'll see what happens. These are probably the same people that are selling their cameos for $500 a minute. I thought about trying to get you a cameo. Oh, who would it have been? Like, if I could have gotten, like, LeVar Burton calling you an asshole, I'd have done it. Well, I mean, you wanted Brent Spiner (laughs) to call me an asshole, so... I did think about getting you a cameo where where the cameo is, um, like, promoting the show. They could use the audio from. Okay. I wouldn't. I was. It was kind of be a self-serving cameo as well, where they hype me more than you. Great. But then you edit the show, so you would never put it in there. I do have the edit power. Control Alt Delete. Uh, but the two big stories of the week saved them for last. Suicide Squad had its first like real trailer. Looks good. It wasn't supposed to come out for a couple of weeks, so the running theory is that Warner Brothers dropped it early to get people to stop talking about uh, the Snyder cut. Like, we just want to move on. Especially since the <laughs> Justice is Great cut just dropped. They just jangled their keys in front of everyone, like, look something else! And then people are like, but now we want more of the Snyderverse. Yeah, that's why I think it. it it's not my like original theory, but that's the theory of why it came out. <laughs> Instead of it a few weeks when it was supposed to. Did you watch the Red Band trailer? I think that's the only one. Oh, then even better. <laughs> yeah, it looks... I mean, it's James Gunn. He usually does good movies. And he has great taste in music. But I mean, his filmography. I mean, Slither, uh, his like a low budget one with like Fillion and um, Jenna Fisher. That's a great one. That movie Super that he did is really mean spirited and kind of ugly, and I don't like it. But whatever, neither here nor there. But I mean, the Guardians movies, the Scooby Doo movies. My God, <laughs> <laughs> I've, to be fair, I've never seen them. But I assume, there are a ton of. I like, assume they're shit. <laughs> but there are also a ton of names in this movie. Oh yeah, they're all gonna die immediately. I think that's something that this movie's going to do that the last one didn't, where the last one was like, look, that guy who can climb anything with ropes, ah, man, he's gone, and then they didn't kill anyone else. But, like, that last screen of the trailer with all of the names of people who are starring in this movie. Yeah, they're all going to die. I want to just list off some of these names. Don't list things. It's not good audio. Well, I mean, just some of the big names. I'm like, we're going to play a quick game. Are you ready for the quick game? Am I happy that Pete Davidson is going to die in a movie? Yes. Yes, that's I am. not That's not the game. So I'm going to list off their name, and you're going to tell me live or die. All right? It will be... Okay, so Nate Fillion. Arm fall off. Boy, he's dead. Pete Davidson. Dead. He, he only filmed for like two weeks. Sean Gunn. He's a weasel. Dead. He's an animal, though, so maybe he lives. I guess that was it. It felt like there were more big names... I mean, there's like Idris Elba, Dave DeSmolchin, John true. Cena. Sylvester Stallone. Stallone, yes. Yeah, Stallone is voicing King Shark. Sylvester Stallone is voicing a murderous shark. Yeah. Amazing. Michael Rooker. Does he die? Dead. Idris Elba. Dead. Jai Courtney. Lives. Did I say John Cena yet? I say lives. Oh, Peter Capadali. Peter Capaldi. Peter the, Capaldi. Playing the thinker. Who they, we see him being berated in the trailer. I say dies. I think they m- mostly die. Storm Reed. I don't know if that's an actor or a character. It's an actor. <laughs> Joel Kinman. Uh, lives. Joel Kinman lives. Taika Waititi is also in the film. As an, yeah, but I don't know who he is. It does, it's, yeah, but it but is I'm sure uncredited. it's just a cameo, so he probably dies. Yes. Uh, Viola Davis. Lives. All right. That was Do They Live or Die in the Suicide <laughs> Squad? They're dying to save the world. 
I think a lot of them are going to die in big, grotesque ways. This is going to be a bloody... I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, the trailer looks movie. great. But then the Biggie, and I'm not saying this facetiously. This was Did you my... say the Biggie or the Biggie? The Biggie. You said the Biggie. Wiki, wiki, wiki. Okay. This is not a facetious comment. This is literally my physical reaction. Okay. When they showed Starro in that trailer, literally jaw-dropping, I was stunned. Like, I can't believe they're putting in a giant psychic starfish as the villain they have to fight. Now, that is amazing. Did you know ahead of time? No. With this week's content? Well, I picked it afterwards, so no. Oh, that's right, because it came over the week. You you sent me the thing over the weekend. Yeah. No, I... Amazing. I can't believe they're doing Starro. That is the silliest... Thing I could ever think of a giant psychic starfish from space, and that's the villain who shoots atomic laser beams out of his tentacles. Even yeah. a real strange thing for tentacles recently on the show. It's not tentacles; it's whatever a starfish has. It's not tentacles. I don't know. I'm trying to remember the middle page in which they got a science lesson about starfish. But holy Jesus, that just like it was like a injection of pure joy. Did you just go? Like, I can't believe. Did it. you go? No way. No, because I was watching it at work when I probably should have been working. Oh well. So you just went... Yeah, just happy joy jaw dropping. Oh, well, there you go. Did your jaw drop out of the bottom of your mask? Probably. Then your mask is <laughs> ill-fitting and you need a new one. I keep losing them. How do you keep losing your... I don't know. They just disappear. It's not like a sock, like when you have two socks that go in the dryer and only one comes out. I think they, they just fall out of the car when I'm getting in and out is my best guess. There's not a pile of masks outside of your house. No, I don't think there are. Oh, no. But the big news of the week, comics news of the week. Comics is top of this week in news. Oh, yes? Marvel is leaving Diamond as a distributor. That's big news. Over a quarter of a century with them as the sole comics distributor, Diamond has lost DC and now Marvel within the last year. Good news or bad news for LCSs? I don't know. There, There's a bit of both. Like, I, I'm no fan of Diamond and I'm no fan of a Monopoly. But, I mean, we don't really know. Marvel is going over to Penguin, the book distributor, the biggest book distributor of the United States. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's worldwide, but I know at least the U.S. Uh, they have some stuff that is very interesting. Uh, I'd always have this kind of, like, stock answer for people. People would come in, like, like, who do you like better, Marvel or DC? Because everyone gives different rates. I'd go, Marvel, they charge me less money. Oh, okay. But it looks like Penguin is going to just have um, a universal kind of distribution discount rate, like uh, a lot of the stuff with different companies would be based on like the more you order the greater your discount i think marvel used to go up to like their high high end to like 75 percent, but their base was 50 percent. and as i was a smaller store i was getting 50 percent. and it looks like penguin is just going to do 50 percent across the board mm. but the crazy thing that they're doing this blew my mind is they're not going to charge um freight really which that was I've talked about it on the show before, but I mean, that was always such a huge money suck when you were getting your orders is like, it wasn't like Amazon, like you were paying out the ass for shipping charges. It was really bad. And Marvel especially, or like I would call Diamond and I'd be like, stop sending me all this free, like I literally called it, it was like, you guys are sending me all this preview stuff that's adding to my shipping charges and I can't even like give it away, all of it. I'm throwing away like half of it every month. And I was like, please stop doing this. And they told me No. <laughs> <laughs> so you're really kind of powerless at that point like, yeah they were literally just adding in a ton of stuff that was like increasing my shipping costs that was quote-unquote free just so they could continue to charge larger fees for shipping please sir may i have another it was insane the sh 
the amount you had to pay in shipping for those things was nuts. And there was a definite abuse in there. And now Penguin is taking over. They're like, look, kind of no matter who you are, it's a 50% discount, which is, you know, for my end, it was a good discount. Some larger places might not agree, but not charging freight is like, oh my God, that's nuts. Those are my notes about that. Okay. Um, I don't know. We'll see if like what it does for floppies. I don't know how interested um, Penguin is in distributing floppies. If it does a greater push on graphic novels, if it cuts back on the line. I really don't know. But Diamond is good and screwed. They've basically, <laughs> they've lost almost 100% of the market. Yeah. Within a year. Not good. Like they've had to cut back on facilities and staffing and when they're biggest company is going to be image and then it's like dark horse and idw and boom studios like you're not exactly talking about a large market share like they're rightly screwed which i again i mean i feel bad for the employees that work there but i'm again no fan of monopolies so i have trouble actually feeling bad for them i don't no but i don't know we'll see what this does i mean this could create if there's multiple distributors, it could create competition within like discounting prices. It might be a positive. It might change the lines. I really don't. It's too early to tell. My initial reaction is it's probably more good than bad, but kind of remains to be seen what that means. Well, when you, I mean, basic economics, it was supply and demand. They had all of the supply for all of the demand. And Diamond had that for over 25 years. And even if there's a way to revamp this, like, I don't know. I mean, if we can create some, like, level of returnability, like, most books that go to, like, a Barnes & Noble or something, like, can be returned. Whereas comics was, all the onus was on the retailer. Like, you buy it, that's it. If it doesn't sell, tough shit. Yeah. Like, if this can revamp the model, like, there's an actual potential here for this to be, like, I don't think it's going to, like, greatly improve, but there is a chance for it to. Like, revamp a broken system. Comics is dying as an industry because it has a broken-ass distribution system more than anything else. This is the greatest chance the industry has had in the last 25 years to make things better. Will that happen? I doubt it, but there's a chance, because it sure as shit wasn't going to change under Diamond. No, I mean change if you're not if you're not growing, you're dying, you're not evolving, and it seems like it's a big one of the biggest evolutions in the it's one of the biggest evolutions in the history of comic distribution. It was, yeah, because Diamond rose up out like out of the ashes after the crash in the nineties. They've been kind of the only game in town for the last twenty five years and now they're not. Are you surprised that like Marvel and DC just didn't go to their own distribution company? Like create their own, be their own? DC used to I don't know if they still do. It used to be like DC owned the printing company and Marvel would have to go through DC to do their distribution, but that had changed. I think it's just comics for both like AT&T and Disney are such a, you know, peasly amount of money compared to what they're making with other stuff that it's just easier to go with what's already established versus trying to create something whole cloth. All right. Would be my guess. Like it's it's not their biggest money maker by any stretch of the imagination. No. It's, it's so low tier that it's just like, oh, these people will do it for less money. Yeah, go do that. You're in business to make money and whatever costs you less makes you more. But that is the news. Huzzah. So from there we're gonna move on to Falcon. We're gonna put a cap on Falcon in the Winter Soldier. I still don't like it because yeah. I feel like it's cap, it's, it's finality. Like that's Put a cap on it. It's done. Episode two is done. Yeah, but we're just getting started with this series. Boy, are we? Because while it is has more steam than like WandaVision had, it, it, this is still very expository. 
Yes, but we're still introducing all the elements, and I'm ready for like let's do like stuff happen, but not enough. I think stuff is about to really happen, though. I hope I think so. That's my kind of impression too. Is like we're about to get kicked off, but this was kind of the second week in a row where I'm like, do something. Is it eight? Is it eight episodes? Six. Six? So I mean, we're now hitting Act Two. Yeah, and like if we yeah, our inciting incident has occurred, and now. We're on, we're on the uprise, heading towards the climax. Yeah, so, you know, by episode four, it's going to be the all is lost moment. Yes. So, I mean, we learned a couple of interesting things. We learned that there are a ton more super soldiers. Yeah, and uh, just for clarification for our show, not next week, because next week is Kong versus Godzilla, but we are going to be covering the Isaiah Bradley stuff probably two weeks from now. Good to know. I'll make a note of that. Yeah, we'll read the, the Truth series, Red, White, and Black, I believe is the title. But, I mean... We learn about Isaiah. We learn about there being another super soldier that uh, that Bucky never told Cap about. Yeah, and it looks like there's a bit of a flip. If my memory serves me right, Isaiah was experimented on in the comics initially before Captain America to kind of give it the okay for Whitey to take it for... <laughs> Just is, that's the basis of the story versus taking it later on like in the 50s like because they were replacement captain americas later there's at least two of them and i i'm blanking on their names right now what do you think like we talked about this after episode one it really feels like marvel is kind of like the marvel studios is kind of like addressing and acknowledging some of the checkered past when it comes to race and identity in the marvel universe they're scraping it definitely but i'm not feeling depth at this point they are definitely they're touching the issues they're like opening the door and saying mm. like look at this but i don't this is a thing we did yeah the, i don't feel like we've really div dri- um divin driven D- dove <laughs> yeah i was i couldn't decide if i was gonna say dive or drove and came out droven <laughs> yeah dragoran i don't know what <laughs> dragoran wasn't he one of the uh members of the like the the Russian proletariat proletariat or something? No. Okay. Um. <laughs> yeah, the Isaiah Bradley stuff will be neat. Uh, we do see that he has a grandson who becomes Patriot in the comics, which is just adding more of look. It's just coming. We're getting Young Avengers. We have so many young characters coming in, but like with uh, Wanda's kids, and we're gonna get Riri Williams. We're getting Kamala Khan. Now we're getting Patriot. Like Young Avengers is gonna happen. Oh, also, um. The other Hawkeye, blanking on the name of the character, actress, Haley Steinfeld character, Kate Bishop. Okay, good job. There we go. You got there. <laughs> they were getting so many young versions at this point. It's like, oh yeah, Young Avengers is happening. Like, Is it going to be a TV show or a movie arc? I'm, I mean, I, I would guess TV because they don't feel marquee enough to go for the movie. All right. But... Yeah, we're definitely getting Young Avengers at this point. <laughs> like, there's no, like, two ways around it. They're definitely doing it. We're not introducing all these young characters for the heck of it. <laughs> A lot of HIPAA violations in this one. Like, one, maybe? Where they, like, come to have therapy together? Yeah, where the therapist walks in. She's like, I'm Bucky Barnes' therapist. It was like, well, what about these other people? She's like, I'm their therapist, and then let's have therapy together. <laughs> technically, it's not a HIPAA violation to say that you're somebody's therapist. It's a HIPAA violation to disclose what they talk about in their therapy. I still think it's a HIPAA violation. I mean, don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty <laughs> I sure. Feel like, like you can't announce that someone's in therapy publicly very loud. Probably not. Like it's probably a respect thing too. But I like the Bucky didn't get a superhero landing. No, he lands hard. <laughs> he just fucking fell on his ass. 
also, like, how does that not kill him? Because he has a robot arm. He didn't land on his arm. The robot arm did it all. Also, that jacket looked expensive, and he just ripped off the sleeve for no good reason. I'm sure it looked expensive, but you know, things that look expensive aren't always expensive. That jacket was nice. North of 500 bucks. Also rips it off off cleanly with his non-strengthening arm. Oh, no, he's all super soldiered up after Zola did him. Also, I wonder if Zola shows up in this, because he's just a computer now. Good question. Possible. Oh, we do get a brief return of um, Zemo. There we go. I had to run through the list of Captain America villains in my head. Well, he hasn't returned yet. There's one shot of him. Oh, yeah, but we're going to go see him in the next episode. He's like, here I am. I'm in jail. Yes. What did you think of the new Cap stuff? He actually can throw the shield well and do those things like they had an interesting line about how he isn't super powered versus in the books so i bet we're gonna see it they're probably he's either lying or they're gonna soup him up because he's supposed to be stronger than captain america like when they give him his super soldier serum it's supposed to be like this more like it makes him more intense and makes him even stronger than captain america Mm. versus him very explicitly saying he is not super powered i mean he throws the shield it responds back to like how did that? How did he uh, explain that to me? Practice, I guess so. I did like that one move that he did, where um, with his partner, where he threw the shield under him, so he didn't get like this insane like road burn. Yeah. yeah. Versus like, there's this one scene in Winter Soldier where like Bucky rips off the door, they all go like flying out of the car. They just roll for like twenty feet. I'm like, they don't have skin anymore. No, they don't. <laughs> like, there's oh, just, there's... just the thought of that hurts. <laughs> definitely just don't have skin now the pain you can't just roll like that no coming out of a car speeding on a highway so i did like him throwing the shield under that was a good little move yes but he handles the super soldiers pretty well like physically yeah something that i'm a little shaky on is like we'll never work with you it's like you're both like sam says he has contracts so they're getting flown out by the government and then this guy's getting flown out by the government. I'm like, what is the difference? How can you be like, we have like anonymity, except we, uh, like Sam at least has a government contract. And Bucky just tags along. Do you know too. what I mean though? Like, yeah. Like what is our line of delineation here? Like if you were to say like, oh, they're in a Quinjet or something and then I could buy it a little bit more, but to be like, no, we're both working for the government. Like, I feel like you don't have the anonymity to say like, I'm going to do what I want to do and to hell with you. No. To hell with you. Crom yeah. your four wins. Yeah, what do I know? Though? A Red Wing dies. <laughs> oh, yeah. They, they kill R2. <laughs> Big time. <laughs> Just snaps him in half. Yeah, we get the uh, chick from Solo, who is part of that not-terrorist organization. Oh, the Flag Snatchers? Smashers. Smashers. They're not Flag Snatchers. They could be snatching flags as well. <laughs> um, I The episode's fun, but I feel... It still feels very much that we're still in our expository part of this. Well, that's it was pretty much the end of Act One. Yeah, if you break it down thir- by thirds, yeah. But I don't know. I, I'm st- I'm looking forward to next week a bit more. This one was good, but I was I was still hoping for a little bit more than we got. Well, the action pieces have been good. I don't think this one was that great because it was There's some wonky compositing. There, that's exactly what I was going. Yeah, the compositing when they were on the trucks. I'm like, oh boy. <laughs> Spend an extra 20 bucks on this. <laughs> like, er- erase that weird line that's running around them. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Smudged in a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, it was. I The action in the last, the first episode was fantastic. Like, there was, like, no issues with that. But this one, when they're on the trucks, I was like, oh, boy. Could be better. This is Justice League level effects. Wow, that's bad. 
All right, that's Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Capped off. Pretty good. Could be better. Hope it, open for more. It will. It will continue to improve. But we're going to move on from there to this week in pop culture history. Superhero landing coming up. This week in movie history. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago, but the man is moving up. Jimmy Stewart, within four years in World War II, was promoted to colonel. Wow. After being drafted. And I did look into what he did a little bit more. He flew planes. Yeah. Well, I mean, him, like, there's a bunch of famous people from that era in World War, like, a lot of baseball players. Well, I didn't know what he did. I said when we brought it up, like, a week or oh, two true. ago. I'm like, I, like, I, I don't, don't know what he did, he but yeah. Yeah. No, he flew planes. He was promoted to colonel in 1945. Colonel Jimmy Williams. Jimmy Stewart. Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> Jimmy Williams was a one-time manager of the Red Sox. In 1952, I know you've seen this one. Okay. You haven't. It's Singing in the Rain. Fred Astaire. Yep. See, I've seen it. No, you haven't. Da, 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 Everyone da, da, knows da, the main da. song. He swings on the lamppost. And... Oh, so you know, okay, name me one other scene from that movie. Uh, he does some dancing. It's fantastic. You're so full of it. <laughs> uh, I've seen parts of Singing in the Rain. You're like, I've seen a clip that's very famous. Debbie Reynolds, maybe? You didn't even get that far. Oh, you didn't let me. Debbie Reynolds <laughs> is also in the movie. You were all judgmental. You're like, oh, prove it. In 1959... Again, I don't think you've seen this one, so there's no point in doing the the quiz aspect. Oh well, try me. Give me some. Give me a hint. A comedy, okay, where men have to dress as women to avoid being caught. Very famous movie, like AFI, like top 100 kind of movie. Mm, I want to say like Lucasia Fali. Marilyn Monroe's in there. Oh, um, so it's not some like it hot. It is some like ah. It hot. <laughs> You got there. Yay. <laughs> and of course, you've seen that famous movie. Oh, it was that or Seven Year Itch. <laughs> you upset the dog. <laughs> I, I you did. growling upstairs. Because he's mad at you for judging me. We're not getting some like it hot quicker. <laughs> In 1990 this week, maybe we've done an episode on this. I truly don't remember. Okay. Oh, screw it. We could, for the rest of these, because they're more recent. I, guess. I mean, I got some like it hot, so. Yeah, right away, too. <laughs> This is certainly not the first comic book movie, but it was at the time the most successful independent movie of all time, and also the first comic book movie to directly adapt a storyline. That'd be Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It would be in 1990. Yeah, there was. Uh, it popped up on Muppet History today too. Jim Henson with the uh, turtles. Oh, there you go. If you're just checking out Muppet History, there you go. I love me some Muppets. I threw in the first episode of the Muppet Show now that it's on Disney Plus. I believe we did do. I think we did do... I can't remember. It's come up in conversation. I can't remember if we did an episode. No. We did watch Kevin Eastman's Watch Along at Christmas. Somewhere around there. Yeah. Now that Muppet Show's on Disney+, Plus, I watched the first episode. Yeah? Right off the bat. Menomina. Bitchin! Not... It's not how Menomina goes. No, but that was in the first Turtles movie. Do, 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 do. Menomina. In 1999. It's so hard to come up with... Because you're going to get this one. How can I make it difficult? Okay. Oh, boy. Let's, it's not even really a hint, but I'll try it. The protagonist's name was an anagram. One of the most famous movies of all time really revolutionized things, but the protagonist's name was an anagram. Oh, it's The Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> Neo. I, I didn't know how to give Matrix quiz questions that weren't incredibly obvious. Mr. Yeah, Anderson. Yeah, it's The Matrix. One of the most successful movies of all time. I kind of fell out of it for a little while, and like it felt very '90s to be like early 2000s, and like I didn't like the music and the clothes and all that. 
I, I mean, re- a good, a good. Um, but then I rewatched it. Like, a good clue be like year. this. This nineteen ninety nine movie had two wildly unsuccessful and poor sequels. Yeah, when I rewatched The Matrix in the last year, I did not watch the sequels. <laughs> I was there. I saw them. I was in the theater for the sequels. Yeah, not yeah. for the original. Because uh, <laughs> because um, I was under seventeen when they came out. The giant Zion or- orgy. And I was in line with like my a couple of my friends, and like I had asked the guy in front of me, I'm like, "Hey, man, like if they like because like my dad bought our tickets or something, I'm like, if they ask, like, can you just say that you're with us so we can get into this movie?" The guy's like, "Yeah, that's fine." Thank you. Good times. Yes. In 2002, this show premiered that you're now watching for some reason. I'm watching? Yeah. What show am I watching? Oh, The Bachelor? Yeah, The Bachelor premiered in 2002. Oh, Again, I was watching that as a way to have a topic of conversation with the girls' basketball team. You don't need to qualify. Matt James dumped that girl. Don't. They went very... You want to talk about like coming to a reckoning with your social inequities the bachelor did that in a big big way down the home stretch i don't know what you're talking about oh see you gotta get caught up i'm okay all right well just want to throw that one in for you then in 2005 after a 16 year absence this most famous british tv show came back 2005 16 year absence show's been on is well over 50 years now minus that like 16 ish years is it still on today it's still on today Oh, Doctor Who. It's Doctor Who came back, yeah. I was like, it's not Money Python's Flying Surface. It's not Red Dwarf. <laughs> no. Did Red Dwarf ever come back? It I don't did. Know. There was actually a recent uh, th- Red I Dwarf. There was something. That show freaked me out. I used to watch, it was like on at like 1 a.m. or like 2 or 3 in the morning on like PBS yes. on like a Saturday night. Yeah. Along with like Doctor Who and uh, BattleBots, Robot Wars or whatever it was. <laughs> no, Red Dwarf freaks me out, dude. The thought of like. Being the last human alive on a spaceship. And having your friend be a hologram. Oh, well, I mean, it's... And a cat, too. So I'm like two-thirds of the way there. Now you just got to get one of those VR headsets. Yeah. But that's it. That's what happened this week. How about from Doctor Who, the original Time Lord, to the Celtics Time Lord? Sure. It's time for Jared's Sports Reports. There we go. See, I tied it in. He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. Bear tested. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. Oh, and they tackle him at the 40-yard line. It's time for another Jared Sports Report. Uh, what, what happened this week in sports? Uh, There's some kind of tournament. Yeah, the NCAA tournament has been, my bracket is is really bad. <laughs> Who do you have going? Oh, I have Gonzaga. Everyone. I'm down. I have three of the final four teams left, so I've got that going for me. Yeah, I do too. I'm I'm three for four. Yeah. No. Again, some crazy march. The uh, did you watch the UCLA Alabama game? I haven't watched a game. Oh, great finish! Alabama comes down, hits a three to send it to overtime, and then UCLA just stomps them. But still, it was like crazy finish. The but, but actually, the women's tournament has been much better, like a better product to watch, believe it or not. I heard there was like a big elbow to the face or something. Yeah. But it's, I don't know, it just doesn't feel the same without the big crowds there. I mean, it's still going on. You're still having your March Madness moments. But so that's still going on there. I'll, I'll pick it back up. Into it the Elite Eight. In. So. Once we get the Final Four, I'm back in. Yeah. Final Four is coming right up. I believe the championship game will be like next Monday. So. They'll catch. I'll, at that point, I'll watch. But yes, once the team I was rooting for was out, Rutgers. Yeah, of all the teams to root for. I mean, I know you have ties to Rutgers, Rutgers but, baby. Uh, let's see what other sportsish things. The Red Sox opening day is on Thursday, so the baseball is back, baby. 
and Boston Red Sox baseball. They're actually having a pretty good spring when I just checked in on them last. They're above 500 and playing pretty decent uh, baseball. They had kind of a COVID scare, but they're going to have everybody available for opening day at Fenway Park on Thursday the 2nd. Really, three weeks from now, yeah, three or four weeks from now is the Patriots Day game, so Marathon Monday, but there's no marathon this year. Oh, yeah, that does seem like a bad event to have. Yeah, it's a marathon draws a lot of people. See, the Sea Dogs are starting to announce plans to have yeah, fans in the people stands. People know who the Sea Dogs are. Well, no, I mean, some there are people from Maine who listen to the podcast. Yeah. So, like, outdoor venues, by the time the Sea Dogs really get going, will have 100% capacity, so... You could sell out Hadlock Field and have everybody there. I'll pass. Yeah. Not that, I mean, Hadlock Field wasn't like <laughs> wall-to-wall get people. That sweet arm juice. I'm not doing anything. Uh, I'm just a week and a half away from my second dose, and then two weeks after that, and I will be vaccinated, which the vaccine is doing very well, but that has nothing to do with sports reports. Trade rumors are spiking up that Jimmy Garoppolo may end up in back in Boston, back with the Patriots. The... 49ers made a huge trade with the Dolphins to move up to like the number five pick. It's a quarterback heavy draft. So that'd be. It's what Bill Belichick has wanted all along. I think it's just you're just. This is just a wishful thinking thing. No, there's a lot of people are talking about it. All right. You're like, if we can't have number one, we'll take number two. Well, technically, Cam Newton is number one and they have him. But I, just, I know what you meant. Yeah. Oh, the. Speaking of number 12, the GOAT, TB12, the. Tampa Bay Buccaneers will be the they've re-signed everybody all their all 22 starters from both sides of the football last year are back in Tampa Bay. First team in the Super Bowl era since like the 70s to do that. Hmm. So, they're looking for a drive for him be his eighth ring. Yeah, incredible stuff. Other quick sports before I let you get into your NBA cuz I haven't really paid attention to the NBA. The big um, week. Big week. I'll take your word for it. The oh, NASCAR returned to dirt. They had a dirt race with the cup cars at Bristol. I watched some of that. Kind of a throwback. Imagine driving like 130 miles an hour on dirt. Weirdly enough, yes. Have you done that, though? Weirdly enough? <laughs> the look on your face indicates that you have indeed <laughs> broke the sound barrier on dirt. Uh, oh, men's soccer. U.S. men's soccer did not qualify for the Olympics. <laughs> I know you were waiting on that report with bated breath. Hey, I'll watch the women's soccer. Yeah, again, but they don't get paid as much as the men. They should. They 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 get there. They get successful. Men, men's soccer still has World Cup this summer as well. So you've got that coming. Big summer for sports. World Cup, Olympics, allegedly both of those things. That's all I can think of on my end. I'll I'll let you do your NBA trade deadline passed. And the Celtics still suck. Do that. It's unclear. It's so unclear. But trade deadline passed. Um, a lot of moves happen, but they're mostly small moves. I mean, the biggest move was Aaron Gordon. Uh, Celtics picked up Evan Fournier in two kind of scrub centers, although they are scrapping pretty hard. Put your phone down. Pay attention to what I'm listening. I'm listening. I mean, Celtics had a great win over the Bucks. Just destroyed them. Destroyed them. Didn't they have a bad game against the Bucks before that, or no? Uh, They beat the Bucks opening night. Wasn't the oh the game against the Bucks was like right up against the trade deadline? uh, uh, It was after, so they didn't even have most of the players. Oh, okay. Great game. But Marcus Smart, I don't know where I land on Marcus Smart. Some nights I love him and I can't imagine. Life without him. Yeah, but then there's there's other times where I'm just like, I know you're bringing energy. I know you're bringing defensive mindedness. I know that you're a good floor general. But then there's stuff like last night. Let me just, 
I'll give you a picture of one of the worst plays I've ever seen in my life. One of the single worst plays. That's saying something because I've seen a lot of bad <laughs> basketball. There's a jump ball. Fine. What like jump balls happen? Yes. So the jump ball occurs. No one really jumps for it uh, without diving too deep into the current situation. But Marcus Smart gets the ball. There's 0.3 seconds left on the shot clock. He hammers it like underhand, like he's whacking a volleyball. Because with 0.3, that's all you can really do is just a tip. This is like a half-court tip, so he kind of pounds it. Except it was 0.3 seconds for the other team's shot clock. The Pelicans had 0.3. It's not very good awareness. No. I wouldn't call that the worst basketball play of all time. But then, like, Kemba Walker is like, you, like the camera's just on the two of them he's like what are you doing and like marcus is arguing back to kemba so then he's all pissed off he goes down taking takes an ill-advised like rush three misses and then on the next defensive possession there's a backdoor cut behind him that he entirely misses then he gets pulled from the game and all of a sudden Celtics are quickly down nine because of like 10 seconds of marcus smart and then he gets ejected within like 24 seconds left in the game had no like text on him or anything but he said something to a ref no one knows what it is but whatever he said, it was an instantaneous ejection. It, it could be it could be one of the short list of words. <laughs> he said something. Yeah. Oh, the Bruins are playing too, by the way. That's something. But literally, I was watching it with my wife, and we were both like, what just happened? Like, it doesn't make, like, none of this makes sense. And then we, like, we figured out that he just had, like, this brain fart. And I couldn't stop laughing. Like, this is one of the worst plays I've ever seen. He hit it like it was a volleyball. And all he had to do was just grab the ball. 24 seconds reset it was incredibly bad all right well there you go i just, i would have liked to hear sean grandy's call of it i i mean i was watching the broadcast not the radio so uh, who knows what well, you don't watch said. the radio you listen <laughs> no i just stare at my phone like what's happening i bet grandy and max had fun with that it was wild yeah i, I don't the roster construction isn't great right now there's so many just like young weird players evan fournier came in he was over 10 on his debut which isn't super but who knows man that's not that's not good at all the east is unless you're like he's in there to play defense and rebound then that's you know you would have liked to him score but if he's getting rebound stops and assists then you can kind of live with it i guess like everyone in that four to ten spot is still within like two games of each other it's still so bunched up there's still a little bit to go anyway before yeah. playoffs celtics have the most home games for the rest of the season which is good but in the league yeah i don't know man it's at this point i would almost just say like rest your stars try and develop some of your younger guys to increase their trade value and just stars you mean staros <laughs> yeah i don't know staro drive i don't know anymore the season's a wash it happens <laughs> it does all right well from the no, we don't need to do another word. No, from transition. the Dallas Stars to that starfish named Starro. Yeah. From Zach turning the page on the Boston Celtics. This week, because Suicide Squad introduced us to a live action Starro. It's not really a live action. Yeah, it's true. He's just CG. <laughs> but in a big old movie, he's in there. He's yes. In, he's doing star related things. My microphone twisted. I, to the I side. didn't realize it's Starro, by the way. I did some research. I guess open the reading corner first. All right, play the theme. It's Jared's Raining Corner. So I didn't realize I did some research on Starro as well because I was like, I want to know what year this comic came out. I didn't realize that Starro was like a prominent villain. Yeah, he's a relatively big Justice League villain. He's the first Justice League villain. Because what we're doing today is we're doing Brave and the Bold 28, the time the Justice League was formed and they fought this big... 
Yeah, it's, it's, I feel like they were already formed because they all had their vibrating belts and rings. Yeah, it is kind of strange because it just it starts off like, hey, the Justice League, that's a thing. And they're already formed. There's no the Justice League of America. There's no build up. Yeah, that's true. But I knew we, we no were inter- for no re- international talent. Just all America. Well, except for Martian Manhunter. He's he's the exchange student. When the very first line that we have in there is Aquaman going, my friend Peter the Pufferfish is calling me. Oh, God, me. there's some <laughs> terrible dialogue in this. Oh, my God. My friend Peter the Pufferfish is calling me like, oh, boy. Can I also, because it's fresh in my mind, one of my, like the most cringy lines in the whole thing, too, was at the end when the Flash and the Snapper are talking, and he's like- Snapper car. Yeah, he's like, I don't really dig you. <laughs> oh, I wrote that line down. Don't you worry. It's in my notes. <laughs> oh, thank you for that. I got it verbatim. But yeah, so Aquaman's swimming around. His friend Peter the Pufferfish calls him. A very unfortunate name for Peter Fish. <laughs> and he, they're like, in the Pufferfish, like, will inflate himself and turn upside down, and he goes to the surface to see a giant starfish in the sky. And what does he do? He's like, I'm Starro. And I see that you have other starfish. They're now my deputies. And we're going to take over the world. <laughs> he, He's like, intelligent life is here. And he literally just picks up three starfish and they become three big flying starfish. Yes. Talk about an upgrade. I love it. So Aquaman, he goes, I'll take my aqua belt and I'll send my signal to the Justice League. And he vibrates them across and, the planet. And we'll all get together for the very first time. So who do we get? We get Aquaman. We get Wonder Woman. We get the Flash. We get Martian Manhunter. We get Green Lantern. The signal also goes to Batman and Superman, and they both go, I'm busy nah. fighting other crime. <laughs> I'm not going to. Look, I know it's our first mission, but no. <laughs> I want to know more about Batman. He's like, I'm about to catch two arch villains. I have to take care of business here first. I was convinced they were going to come back later in the story. Like, oh, man, it's, a, it's only, a dire fight. The, oh, Superman and Batman are here to finally help us. Now we can overcome. The like, only thing Superman's doing is smashing rocks. No, they literally just, they both go, no, no, I'm not going to do that. I wonder, if DC, <laughs> I wonder if DC's like, you can only have them for like two pages. <laughs> That's just incredible. <laughs> They're like Justice League's first mission. Superman and Batman, no. Yeah. We're Cred- just we're just here to sell pages. Incredible stuff. So the Justice League get together. They're gonna go. F- Who the hell put the Flash in charge? By the way, why is he handing out assignments? Is he like the de facto? Is he like because Superman and Batman weren't there? Is he like the president <laughs> pro temp of the Justice League of America? He's, I forget what his title was. He had a legitimate title in there. I forgot what it is. It's, it's like the manager or something like that. <laughs> so like the CEO and the FCO aren't there. So like the manager. He's the third key. He's like I said, President Pro Temp. He's not really president or vice president. He's just third in line. But the the members of the Justice League that bothered to show up for work that day, pretty much, yeah. Wonder Woman, Martian Manhunter, go out to fight Starro, and Green Lantern covers one of the deputies and Starro. Well, well, first of all, there's some real like negligence on the part of the Green Lantern here. He's flying his supersonic jet, which can go around the world in 24 hours. He puts it on autopilot with his power ring and come to find out the damn thing had a nuke. He couldn't just land it. That wasn't his plan that had the nuke. Oh, I thought it was his plan. No, that was the the U.S. government. Well, I mean, the U.S. government also owns the plane that Hal Jordan was flying and then. Well, they're apparently idiots because there's some kind of. What, the U.S. government? Yeah, they're flying a jet around and they go, looks like some kind of big bird. (laughs) 
It's a giant starfish. Well, I mean, they're not. They. That's the last thing they would have thought of. They live in the DC universe. They've seen some things. They're aware. They're aware that weird things happen. They're just like looks like a big bird. Wouldn't you? Okay, so maybe you someday will see a giant space starfish in the sky off in the distance. You don't think like, oh, could be a big bird. Oh, guess not. <laughs> But they're also, how would you react? How would you react if like a flying saucer or something like appeared near you? Would you like turn around and drive the other way as fast as you could? Would you like go closer? Would you cry? Would you shit your pants? Like, I've never done cocaine in my life, but I think I develop a cocaine habit. <laughs> You're like, well, no longer here for a long time. I'm here for a good time. Like, if I'm seeing this stuff sober, might as well see what the other side brings. Would you? So this reminds me of a Neil deGrasse Tyson interview. I saw about like if you were to get abducted by aliens and like in between was it him or was it like in between your probings like and they left the room like you have to take something right to prove that this was happening like some sort of piece of alien technology. I don't think that would be my main concern. I mean, I don't think my main concern is essentially a selfie now. Oh, would you consent to the alien procedures? No, I don't believe I would sign off on that. What if they like offered you a lot of like money? Or like said, hey, if we if you allow us to run this test on you, you'll get some sort of strange but magnificent power. Look, there's a price for everything. Okay. Everyone has a price. Yeah, exactly. The macho man, no, the million dollar man, Ted DiBiase. <laughs> it's like, if they're just giving me a village people song, I don't want it. What if they gave you the power? Macho, macho man. What, like, what if they said, like, you can, like, fly at night if we, if we allow you to give us this I'm serum? So- so you're asking me if aliens peg me? That well, no, I no, fly no. I'm not saying it's like they could be like they could probe you in different ways. They could like draw some of your blood or inject you with something. Okay, yeah. If they're just taking a vial of blood, I guess I'll take the fly by night option. <laughs> I can accept that trade. But what if they draw it from like in between your like toes, like in the webbing of your toes? That's where they decide they're gonna withdraw the blood from i imagine it doesn't feel that much worse than just a and have, you, have you ever gotten a shot in between your toes no because it I is don't have a heroin habit horrifically painful when i had to have my toe numbed to have some work done on my toenail they like that's where they jabbed you you want to talk about like horrific pain it sucked <laughs> great that's been what will you get probed for great segment great new segment <laughs> I don't want that to be a regular segment. But the U.S. government on this plane that uh, Starlin attacks, he pulls a nuke out of there and just drops it. Good job, Green Lantern. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then absorbs the radiation. Like, literally, they nuke the United States in this. I'm like, good first Justice League outing, guys. Yeah, you guys are worst Justice League ever. (laughs) Batman couldn't show up for this, but thank God. We dropped a dropped a nuke on the United States. Yeah, what happened to the people that were on the ground and saw the starfish with the nuke? And they're, um, like, they're dead. <laughs> they, <laughs> they were vaporized. Oh, now they glow in um, the dark. They can't live there anymore because of the radiation. Yeah, good job, Justice League. <laughs> but one of the Starro duplicates absorbs it and then just turns back into a regular starfish. Well, no, this was after after an epic battle in which the Green Lantern was avoiding his um, nuclear beams. Yeah, but which then, reminded me a lot of the War of the Worlds characters, like the aliens from War of the Worlds. Yeah, but then he just turns back. Nothing. He, it's like not like Green Lantern does anything. He just kind of turns back. Yeah. And then meanwhile, Wonder Woman and John Jones are fighting a different one, and they're defending the Hall of Science. Where it was Science City? No, it was called the Hall of Science in Science City. Oh, was it in Science City? Yes. Jesus. 
where all of the world's brightest minds are all there at this one exact time. And the starfish is sucking their brain power out. <laughs> just thinking. Like, they're all just thinking together. Just sitting there thinking great thoughts like, well, what if what if aliens did land? Would you allow them to probe you? <laughs> yeah, those are the great scientific questions they're asking. Yeah, exactly. And then while this is happening, the book decides to take an intermission. Yeah, uh, one of two. <laughs> The first one was like how you can help out in your community. We get super. We don't even get Superman for the help out in the community. It's Superboy. But there's an entire segment dedicated to explaining different types of starfish. Yes, because Starro is the villain. Yes, and then they also give you a transcript of a Senate hearing. Yeah, on the speed of light. Can we travel faster than the speed of light? And they're like, no. They're like, but can we? The last line of now. it is curves don't exist at that speed. So if you're traveling at the speed of light and throw a baseball at 30 miles an hour, what happens? Nothing can go faster than the speed of light. It slows down. Yeah, just weird interjections. Back yeah. to the story. <laughs> Which they pick up after the speed of light with the Flash. Yeah, the the other star duplicate goes to a town where he mind controls everyone except this one character. It's like Happy Cove or something like that. Yeah. Except for Snapper Carr, who comes back many, many times doing different things. Snapper Carr was... Was doing lawn work. He was like giving you an ingredient to make a killer lawn. Snapper car is the worst part of this issue, and I want him. I want this fictional character to die. And also, just proving that um, all slang is stupid all the time. Yes. Like I really hate like the phrase like people like I stand this. I'm like, how about no? Like just stop it. Stop slang. Stop slang. Slang is stupid. I dig it. It, it never ages well. I, I dig it. Can you dig this? But Snapper Car is not affected by this duplicate starfish's mind control powers. He's, for the lamest reason ever. We're not there yet. He's For the lamest reason ever. But the Flash goes and he beats this duplicate that mind controlled everyone. And then Snapper Car goes to the Flash. And this is why I say all slang is stupid always. Because mm-hmm. I, okay, Daddy I didn't o. understand anything he said. Like it, This read to me like Greek. It was just pure nonsense. After the Flash sees him after defeating Starro. I'm really swinging, casting orbs on you like this, Flash. Like, I'm having a happy mare, you dig? What does it mean, casting does... orbs? I don't know. Okay, I don't I need know. To know. Casting orbs. Because he also was like, when he's doing something, like, my dad's going to cast orbs on this lawn. I don't know. 1950s American slang for C was used by teenagers and hipsters. Man, this is the coolest. Wait till John casts his orbs. Oh, his eyes. I'm really swinging casting orbs on you like this. I can't wait to cast orbs on what the cat's got in store for us. That's so it's like casting your glaze on something. Like you, you, gaze, not glaze. Gaze, that is terrible. It's taking a look at something. Casting your orbs. Wow. A term, oh, in this dictionary, it's uh, now has a fellow kid vibe. Was used by teenagers and hipsters. A fellow kid vibe. A fellow kid is a term used to describe people, mostly adults, trying to be relatable to the generation after them. Whatever. So the Flash is like, hey, you weren't mind-controlled and everyone else was. Let me get you back to the Justice League where we can fight the real Starro. So everyone's there. John keeps on blowing things. He's also, looking- the word of the day on uh, Urban Dictionary, Vaxhole. Great. One who's been fully vaccinated for COVID-19 and brags about it. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Great. But the Flash brings Snapper Car there, and he's just there snap and he's like this is how you know when i like things because i snap and just die yeah that's his like thing but green lantern examines him and it turns out 
that the reason he wasn't mind controlled is because he was putting lime down on his lawn that he was working on. Yeah, and it again, stops the mind. Worst control. reason ever. So Green Lantern runs away for a second, gets a bunch of just barrels of lime, and they throw it at Starro, who's like, "Now I have nuclear power and the smartest minds on this planet, and I've learned how to mind control you. Like no one can stop me." They're like three barrels of lime. He's like, ah, "I'm defeated." Yeah. <laughs> Because fishermen use lime to scare off starfish. Yeah. So literally, like, Martian Manhunter with his um, impressive blowing powers just blows it on him. Yeah. Just a big pile of white powder, which they steal from farmers. But like, we'll pay him back later. So, like, things that they did terrible in this. They let a nuke drop. They steal <laughs> lime from farmers who are using it to farm and create crops. Not really a comparable things. Yeah. The nuke one is really bad. That's not good. <laughs> Superman and Batman just didn't show up. Yeah. And that snapper car with all of his... Jive. Bull- <laughs> just his bullshit lingo. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't read what he was saying. Couldn't understand what I was reading. The sixth... I know that they're, like... Stan ran into this problem. Like, Stan Lee writing for teenagers was always painful. He'd be a fellow kid, according to Urban Dictionary. Yeah. <laughs> I don't read a lot of Silver Age DC because it does read very stilted. Mm. And um, this isn't proving my theory wrong. <laughs> no, it was... <laughs> like, I'm all for like, the formation of the Justice League, even though not everyone shows up. It was a really poor first outing for the Justice League. <laughs> yeah. They got America nuked. <laughs> they did, but they beat the giant starfish. <laughs> with a chemical. But remember, it's the Justice League of America. It wasn't like the Justice League. It's Justice League of America. It was that way for a very long time. Also, this is an episode... Like until about like 2010. This is also one of the few times that uh, John Jones did not have brown hair. He had blonde hair in this. A lot of times... Is it John Jones or John Johns? John Jones. Aha. Lots of apostrophes. Jones. Johns. I mean, more often than not, they have... Which is bad. But they have like his human equivalent be black, and like, oh yeah, our black guy is um isn't really black. He's just an alien. Like, huh? Do better. <laughs> it's not great. You dig? But in this one, he's he's just white. You cast some orbs on some things. Oh god, that was the worst. But it's Starro, and it's such a silly idea. It, they don't waste any time. Like Star was there by like panel two. He's like, hey, I'm here to conquer the world, and you're gonna help me do it by nuking your own country. Interest. I mean, I'm just excited to see Starro in live action. That's why we did this. I Look, hope that I hope somebody on the Suicide Squad accidentally nukes part of America. They might. Do you think they'll defeat him with lime? No. I kind of hope they do. That would be great. <laughs> just throw some lime on him. Oh, what a, a weird issue. The fights aren't that great. <laughs> to be fair to this issue, there were definitely parts of it I was bored, but it it still moved along in a pretty decent clip. Like, everything was snapper car. I'm like, just die in a fire. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, if snapper car wasn't around, it was entertaining, at least. I wonder if snapper car ever does die. He shows up a lot. Like, I shouldn't say a lot. He shows up. He is a unfortunately lasting character. Snapper car. Oh, he's still still going on. Great. Thank you, Gardner Fox and Mike Sikowski. (laughs) All right. This is a weird one, but damn it, Starro's coming to us in live action, so yes. get pumped, kids. All right, that's it for that. You ready to move on? I am so ready to move on. <laughs> We're going to move on for that to letters to the editors. All of the questions, number one. Damn few answers. 
Here's another one of your letters to the editors. Make it so. We have a sad mailbag. A mailbag that needs your love and attention. An empty bag. But we do need more questions. If you want to ask your own questions, get answered on the show. <laughs> I should just have that be the segment. Like, you know what? This week there is no segment. But there is. There is one. Oh, you might like this. There's a much older and more cantankerous version of Snapper Car that appears and is a reoccurring character in the season, second season of Supergirl. I'm sure, I, I watched that season. I probably saw him then. Yeah. I, I don't remember it. But. He, he's the... Uh, Oh, is he the one who's like trying to like figure out her identity or something? Uh, he's know. a um, editor in chief at Catco Magazine. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Snapper Car. Great. Uh, if you want to ask us your own questions, send them on in to editorsnotecomics at gmail dot com. Get them read on the air. Yes, right here in the segment at the end of the show. That's exactly where the segment takes place. But this week's question, yes, topical. Is it about Starro? No. Is it about casting orbs? No, definitely not. Is it about digging it? What's that line again? I'm really swinging, casting orbs on you like this, Flash. Like I'm having a happy mare, you dig? And the Flash's like, I don't know if I really dig you. (laughs) I feel like the the Flash is the old man in this. He's like, I don't get this. Yes. And me, like, 60 years later, is also like, I also don't get this. Well, fair. Damn you, the youth. But this week's question... If you could have Zack Snyder direct a Marvel movie, what character would you have him do? Zack Snyder do a Marvel movie? What character? Hmm. I bet he'd do a good Wolverine movie. Yeah, he probably would like a Wolverine movie. Just like a random shirtless man running around with a lot of blood. Yeah, and just like really like dour and... I could totally see him doing a Wolverine movie. <laughs> All slow motion, just claws slowly coming Oh, out. yeah. Ripping people apart. Can't wear a shirt. Being real sad. Yes. Morose. I was going to say, I could see him doing like um, like a Daredevil movie. Ooh. Like a, like a kind of... Yeah. Do like a... Gritty, street level kind of... 70s Daredevil, but... Well, he did my thought was... Sin City, right? Yeah, he did. Yeah, so yeah, Daredevil could fit in there. I was going to say, he does like Born Again, which is like when Karen Page comes back from like porn acting and she's addicted to drugs and she sells out like Matt Murdock's name to the Kingpin for more drugs. I could see that being a Zack Snyder movie because it's just dour as shit. Yeah, but that's like gritty street level. I could see that. Absolutely. He doesn't wear a shirt for some reason. (laughs) Oh, he couldn't find it. He couldn't see where it was in his pile of clothes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's the excuse what about what if he did a deadpool movie no because that would involve having a sense of humor Ah, uh, good point i'm just thinking like he's like a like a film noir version of deadpool i guess i could see him doing a punisher movie like a hard-boiled oh, kind of punisher yeah punisher would certainly be i was trying to think of like who's like the most like hard-boiled like gritty overly macho for no good reason character and Fun- punisher was the one i came up with i think that well i mean he does have for no good reason his family was killed in front of him frank castle's family died in his arms that would harden anybody i even got it you have to be impressed i got his name right do i yes please okay, do great. thank you good job yes oh, there we go i think wolverine daredevil punisher those are all up the uh zack snyder alley yeah i agree mostly because i like my answer it was the best one there you go oh and that is it for that long episode, although by the time I cut it down, who knows how long it is? I don't know. Shorter. The shadow knows. Anyway, if you like the show, go to patreon.com slash editors note comics. A dollar gets you the show the day we record it, fresh, hot, and piping into your ears. You got to mm-hmm. love that. 
If not, then you got to wait like the rest of the plebs and just get it the day after we record it. 24 hours later. Yeah, 24 hours. 24 hours of waiting. I mean, you know what it's like to wait for a new episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier or... I was going to say New Girl for some reason. Like, you know what it, how it is to wait for New Girl? I don't, but I'm going to take your word that it sucks. Therefore, <laughs> pay the dollar and get it a day early. Plus, you get some... That's just what my wife is watching right now. That's why I had New Girl uh, on the brain. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Plus, you get access to some uh, back issue stuff that's really, really cool. Uh, that is not uh, the main podcast, but some old stuff. If you like Buffy, Firefly, <laughs> Angel, um, things like that. That was bad audio. That was, yeah. Thank you for yawning right in the middle of that. So again, yeah, that's all right. It happens. Oh, what else is important to know? You can find Zach on the, on the internet, editorsnotecomics.com, which is where the podcast and all that other stuff live. And you can find him on social media, on Twitter, at editorsnotecomics. I feel like you just repeated yourself, but whatever. I always repeat myself. And you have a Twitter. I always repeat myself. Yes, at Junior Rich. That Twitter again, at Junior Rich. Call Mr. Plow. Yes, that's my name. I'm going to cast more than orbs at you. <laughs> that name again is Mr. Plow. I'm going to cast a pot at you. That doesn't. No, let's see that you're trying too hard. I'm just going to throw a pot at you. I'm going to. I'm going to cast something onto your orbs <laughs> and cause you to double over in excruciating pain. <laughs> anyway, next week Zach is going to. Uh, well, not next week. In fact, tomorrow Zach's going to be casting his orbs on Kong versus Godzilla. Damn right. Which will bring us to our uh, show next week. Yeah. Um, also, highly recommend you go hunt down King Kong versus Godzilla. I think it's on HBO Max. It's hilarious. Are you talking we, about the we, one that we watched all those yeah, years ago? The one in this from the sixties. Yeah, that was great. They get Kong um, high a couple of times. Uh, there's some unfortunate blackface. They date an entire tribal culture with cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> um, incredible, incredible stuff. Yes, and you made me watch it. Can't believe how high Kong. He just keeps on doing it. There's an octopus in there. Kong shoves a tree down Godzilla's throat. That's true. And then Godzilla time. spits it back out. All right, but we'll be back next week. Yeah, Kong versus Godzilla next week. You are so excited for this. Um, it wasn't the planes that ended the podcast. Twas beauty killed the podcast. Well, the podcast isn't dead. It lives no, on. No, it's over. It's starting